Hello and welcome to a strange ep... Mm. It's going to take more editing than I thought. <laughs> I don't think it's going to take any editing. Welcome to the Motopixels podcast. A mini episode on what the fuck happened in Virginia. I don't know if I'm going to be able to answer this, but this is Craig Schumann, followed by... Nate Stevens. I am the resident SJW. Played this game, figured it was my thing. Do you want to explain what an SJW is? No, Should people listening are going to know. know. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right, fair. Uh, played this game. <clears throat> about halfway through, it started to lose me. About the time when the two characters slept together, where I was like, these two characters hate each other. Oh, now they're sleeping together. Now, Craig. Do they wake up together, though? I don't... Mm, I don't good point. They just yeah. had a friendly sleepover. Okay. I've slept on your couch. That is true. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. So I'm already wrong. I'm yeah. already confused. I didn't <laughs> even get signposted the, a lesbian love affair correctly. Why is that the point where it decided to lose you? Like, it's actually, why is that it's not related moment? to that. But, okay. Well, actually, no, it is. Because I was like, I don't, I feel like this game had, had shown me that the relationship between these two characters was very adversarial. And then all of a sudden now they're hanging out and like, yeah, maybe. It, You're maybe, partners. Yeah, well, you and know. Maybe more than one way. Yeah, I guess so, which is great, but why, again, I don't understand a lot about how sex works. Is this the trick? <laughs> this is not the trick. I've read Neil Strauss. Coworkers is not the way that this thing is supposed to happen. Well, no, not that. But oh, okay. the, the Especially whole, like, ones that you're investigating. Wow, you're really cold to me. I don't, like, I don't think you like me at all. And then two days later, uh-oh, we slept together. That or is how relationships start. I don't... I don't, if I know anything about how I don't men think either women, of us know anything about that. Yeah, I, I definitely don't. But I definitely think if uh, if there was one thing I do know, it's adversarial context is a is a key factor here. I okay. Well, it wasn't anything about. Well, that did bother me a little bit because I didn't really get what the game was signing to me, and that was the beginning of when I started feeling like what it was trying to communicate I wasn't getting. Is that and because... By the end of the game, I was just like, I have no idea what the story is telling. So, and I think a lot of that has to do with the lack of words. I was just going to ask, I was like, does that have to do with the fact that the story doesn't tell you anything? Yes, I think that it has a lot to do with this. There is literally no verbal communication through the entire two-hour or so runtime of this. So I, I guess I wanted to present this mini-podcast as an episode from an understander, Craig, to a non-understander, me. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've already played the game. And you should. It's very interesting, and it's cool, and it's doing great things, I think. And it's, there's no doubt that it's very well done. We are going to spoil it. Well, Craig's <laughs> going to try to tell us the story, but I don't think he can because I'm confused about the, whether Not there is a story. Yeah, I don't think there... Yeah. Uh, if I were going to summarize the story... Wait, wait, wait. Let me try to okay. summarize, actually. Yeah, I would love I'm to much hear more yours. confident in what you got. I'm much more confident in what you have because I don't think there's a story. But what? there is what? a very complex story. What there's the just fuck not is that? a story okay. <laughs> that is easy to digest. Well, I read... Okay, so... In my understanding wait, of the story wait, wait, wait. and my memory of the All right, story. So, two things. What was your understanding of the story when you beat the game? That's what I'm going to tell Versus you. the understanding of the so, story after reading about it. So, I did read a spoiler article, which we will link to in the description. But I don't think any of it stuck with me whatsoever. And I'm just left with pretty much the same understanding I had when the game concluded. Which was, you are a junior FBI agent who gets introduced to the Force by an older white man named... The Force? Like, the Star FBI. Wars? Oh. Now that okay. I, I thought the force was I with think you. the FBI's force is lowercase, but I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. But definitely Star Wars is uppercase or title case. You get introduced to the force, you get assigned this partner that's like relegated to the basement, which the game goes to considerable lengths to show you is like way out of the way of the main office. Is the partner relegated to the basement or are you? Well, she is when you come into the office, and doesn't the office have her name on it at first? Yeah, she's downstairs. Yeah. So you get in there. You're both, you're a beginner, and it looks like she's not a beginner because she knows what she's doing. Right. But she's she in the basement, so something went wrong. All or of the paperwork. she offended someone. You discover that there's a missing child. Was this an office space reference? Did she have a red stapler? I, believe it or not, I did not check. <laughs> okay, go on. I didn't pull a fucking Grim Fandango <laughs> and check out the office supplies on her desk. Uh, so... There's an introduction of this missing child as a concept, which I found interesting that they used words to to like set that up. 
like words on the paper and the files that you open. Oh, like right, that, right. That yeah. So, so yes, the world does exist on written language. Yes. Just no one uses it. Um, so you're investigating this, and then so there's some expo- expositional scenes where you're set up being kind of adversarial. The woman that you're working with, whose name is... If we're expected to remember character names, I'm not helping you. Well, we're, we are Annie Ann Tarver. Okay. Right? Our partner's name is something that I don't remember. There's a few expositional scenes where we're set up with the fact that we're in an adversarial relationship or she's being very defensive about something. She has a locket that has a picture of someone that's significant to her. There's this scene where we find the place that the boy might have been, might have disappeared. Something's like an active crime scene. The, our partner is like assaulted by someone who's present at the crime scene. And this was the moment where I felt like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't actually, I don't understand. Okay. And sometimes that happens to me because I'm just dumb or blonde. But this time... You say it, dense. Yes, sure. I mean, if you're going to be SJW, then we're going to be PC, too. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, you don't want to say... Okay, good point. Yep. So this happens, and I'm like, um, okay. And then they take her locket, and they throw it over the fence into the valley below which you go and visit later in the game. Then the story starts losing me. You wake up in the living room of your partner. You develop film with her that I can't even tell what it shows. You, like, go through the game. There's this weird, I think it's a dream sequence, where you're turning in other people in the agency to the person who's above you. And you move up through the ranks of the FBI by doing so. Oh, now we're talking There's about the a ending. scene where you're introduced, where you're introducing new people on the stage, which directly mirrors the opening of the game, except you're in the perspective of the person in authority. Yeah. All the people, or not all, but a lot of the people you turn in are m- people of color. Yep. And there is, I, it was definitely not lost on me that you turned in all those people of color to the white person in charge. To be clear, that you're also. You're playing a character of color as well. Yes. And female. Yep. And it's set in, what, the 70s? I thought it was the 90s. Is it the 70s? I feel like it's older than that. Maybe it was her mom that was in the 70s and she's in a game takes place in the 90s. I would love to ask how you even know that, but the, this memory that I have of the game that I just told you is about all that I got. There was a UFO abduction. There, there is that. There was a scene that I decla- that I un- gather was very important, where you're passing along the missing boy on the side of the road. That is at the very end of the game. And I was just like, oh, he wasn't really missing. He was just running away from home. That could be an option. Yep. Um, Maybe he wasn't murdered inside a cave next to a meadow. Yeah, there's a scene where you fall off a tree you were climbing on that was precariously perched and you get hurt and there's this theory that it might be a dream sequence everything that happens between then and the end of the game there's other theories that all of this is like the vision of your dad who died and used to be an FBI agent and was on his deathbed at the beginning of the game and he asked you to burn some of his old information yeah we burned his uh, like shoebox that was locked in something in a furnace and we keep having visions of the furnace but we didn't know it was the furnace until the end of the game when we saw the actual origin of that vision. Right. That's about it. Well, I think what I just there's, told there's you was all I got there. out of the game. Yeah, there's a lot that I could interpret, but I don't. I, I need help. So, so I think I don't. I don't think I can help you. Um, oh. Oh. But, but I think I might be able to at least steer you in the right direction. So, obviously, the character that you're playing is intentionally like as she's brought into. The agency, she's put into a position of, she's like, she's vulnerable because she's the new person on the team, right? So she needs to impress her superiors or something of that nature. And so they use her intentionally as kind of a mole to spy on her partner that she's been assigned to. While oh, 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 I forgot. You both get thrown in jail. Oh, you do get thrown in jail at the and very end. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's also a, that's another thing. That could be a dream. Well, I hope it's a dream because I don't think I did anything wrong. But did you do something wrong? 
I don't know. There's also a scene where we're interrogating the parents of these people, like in a questioning room, and then we seem to get in trouble for it. Well, there's there's that, and then, I mean, before you end up in jail, there's something about you not turning on her, right? Like, you helping yeah, you her like out? Yeah, you, like, choose to, yeah. So, so I think it's, to be clear, the narrative in Virginia is not one that you get to choose. It's not a choose-your-own-adventure. It's not a telltale-style game. It's a, this narrative is told to you, and the actions you're taking throughout the experience are more to get you from point A to point B, but you're not going to influence what story is being dispensed. No, and I'm not sure I got that impression, I don't think. No, I don't think you did either, but I think for the listener's edification, that if they haven't played it... I don't know if they would have gotten this far. Yeah, that is also, that's a fair statement. Even more than normal, but yeah. yeah. Um, But I think the, the piece that I took away necessarily wasn't the story as much as what they did within that framework to differentiate themselves as storytellers. Well, and okay. So when thinking back on it, and for everyone's clarification, I played this game back in December of 2016. We're recording this in March of 2017. Um, so I've had quite a bit of distance to lose sight of the story beats. Um, and the thing that I think about when I look back at the game isn't the story whatsoever at all. It was hard to remember much of any of the beats uh, besides uh, a little bit of exploring and looking at different items and thinking about what your father said. And I think there was a lot tied up in, are you trying to live your father's dreams? Are you trying to uh, atone for his sins potentially within the FBI? And there's something to do with your mom too, but I can't remember what the... How she comes into it. I have no idea. There's like a conspiracy theory that maybe she was involved in something in the 60s or 70s. I, I think maybe that's where that time can, comes from. Yeah, they could have been in one of the FBI's naughty programs during that time. Yeah, something with, and that may have contributed to the UFOs at the end of the series or end of the. Yeah, they could be hiding game. up a real abduction of the boy. Right. So what you're doing might be. Uh, investigating and that might also show how you're linked to your partner is that your partner's linked or investigating not only crimes but also within the FBI yeah absolutely and that might be exposing you to pieces of your own family history that you're curious about or maybe not even aware exist but you're um, and that might be where your father's whatever he was trying to hide might come into play is there some connection here I guess, I, I think what I really wanted to talk about is why I'm just not interested in this game at all. Yeah, that is a... Like why I'm not interested in the story, why the story doesn't matter. Why is it okay for you to say that the story isn't the important part of the game? So, therapize me here. Let me work through this. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't understand. This game has so many level? things of the... Uh, so, yeah. what's your experience or what... Why do you think you should care about this game based on your previous experiences? Like, what makes you think that this is... You mentioned being an SJW at the beginning of the podcast, but what makes you think that you should even... That this should speak to you? Well, I mean, The Walking Simulator is my second favorite genre of game. Like, it's... Right behind RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> Open world are Ubisoft RPGs. Ubisoft RPGs, okay. Uh, no. I, this, is, this is something that got... Um, what do you what do you call Gamergate type people? I don't know. This is something that got Gamergate people pissed. The fact that it existed, the fact that it did well. Like I remember there being considerable uproar about this game and how it was bullshit for for having diversity. Yeah, <gasps> people of color and women. I don't and know women. Like, whatever those kind of people get mad about, they were all in a complete tizzy. So I knew that this was the game I was going to be. Uh, you know, at least wanting to pay attention to. And the fact that they were so upset meant that it was doing something well and notably, I thought, you know. Yeah. And uh, after playing it, I agree. It's definitely very artistic, very film noir, very... Um, but you could barely give a shit to finish it. Yeah. But, uh, but why? <laughs> it's like a walking simulator with a different perspective. It's about 
true crime, which is something I guess I'm interested in. Uh, it's very artsy. It's very much more interested in portraying like emotiveness than it is in hyperrealism. It's uh, yeah, it's very stylish. It's beautiful to look at. It it feels nice. I don't. So none of that explains what the blank space is. Yeah, what's, what's missing? missing from the... And I think the answer is words. That, that is... I think that's the answer. I know I'm a big fan of reading. I like maximalism. I like words, words, words. But I... Because the I audio think, couldn't even carry you through. Well, and the, the audio oh, yes, is... The soundtrack is excellent. Yeah. Although it was a... Yeah, I mean, it, it was very strong. The, I don't know. The audio was great. The soundtrack was great. I think Polygon mentioned in their review that this was eligible for soundtrack of the year. This was a 2016 game, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was early 2016. I wonder what people gave Soundtrack of the Year in 2016 to. I have no idea. I know, so what I think the review mentioned that it was, it would be, it would show up as a contender on that list. I gave it to Hyper Light Drifter. Of course you would have. Yeah, I know. That's a disaster piece. But yeah. what, did, what did you give Soundtrack of the Year 2016 to? Probably... Uncharted 4, if I were going to put on the oh, spot. Oh, speaking yeah. of... Of course you would. <laughs> Good heavens. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the... Um, what's the thing? Is it the words? I think it's the words. Why is it the words? And yeah, I think why the answer the words? isn't just because I love words. I think it's because I don't get it without words. Without narrative and without explicit dialogue. and. So it has a narrative. You described a narrative to me. You understood that there was a narrative through implicit It was a sequence cues. of vignettes that started making less and less sense without the words to draw them all together. All right, fair. So it's like a string that ties together a bundle of, a bushel of sticks? I don't know. No, because that would be a nice knot. Yeah. I mean, well, that would be Okay, what's, what's the knot that ties together this story for you? Is it the alien scene? Because when I asked you about that, you literally said, that wasn't important, don't pay attention to that. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, I don't know what you're fuck, talking about. When the fuck is an alien abduction scene not important in a piece of media that has no other supernatural elements? I was like, it's irrelevant. It's yeah. a dreamlike sequence. They were on drugs, potentially. Yeah. Okay, well... Discard. That wasn't even spelled Discard out either. Pile. There was never any... Okay, whatever. So, what, what interests me is the... Maybe a lack of film... And film noir language is the thing that's really cr- hindering me here into, like, put, stringing these events together. So the question becomes, why the focus on events, specifically? Why does that matter as opposed to taking in the moment-to-moment interactions of the characters to look at their emotions? Do their emotions become dependent on there being events for them to react to? Okay, I mean, I can interpret a series of emotional responses from this game, but that doesn't give me a story. It just is a series of... When I think about Virginia, I think about the beginnings of a plot and the series and the culmination of a series of events, but I can't draw a link between those events. Like, what is being said here? Does it matter? Why would you play a game that was a story-driven game if the story didn't matter? You know what I'm inclined to contrast it with? What? The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah, I have no idea what happened in that game. Really? Do tell. I think we we may have done a podcast on it. We contrasted that with uh, the Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, right, right, right. Which was a random-seeming comparison, but worked out all right. Yeah, because that had a story. Oh man, you don't you think <laughs> you think the vanishing of Ethan Carter had more of, or less of a story than everybody's gone to the rapture? No, no. Everybody's or they both They both, they both did, did because they had their, words. I don't know if I agree with that. The Alright, so if we want to compare these things in some way, Ethan Carter also had a UFO that just appeared out of the middle of nowhere. Although but, most people probably didn't encounter that. Uh, maybe. But was the difference there because the backdrop was presented from, like, a children's perspective. Like, you so, could imagine that an imagination can come up with these things and it can link all of these disparate ideas together. Yeah, so it's, so it's a more interesting comparison than I realized when I first said it because I had... I can't walk you through the story off the top of my head. No. It's not that clear of a story. But basically, what I remember concluding... There are times and places. I remember, like... Spoilers is that a boy... At the end, it fairly clearly sets you up to realize 
that a lot of what takes place is in the imagination of a boy who's in a very abusive, harsh situation at the end of his life. There is, it's pretty clear to understand that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you look. Yeah, no, I was, I, was, I, was, I was trying to recall his spinning up the cobwebs. Yeah, he, I think he invents like an inspector that comes along and kind of discovers his own story, and it's interesting, and it's, I would say it's equally surreal to Virginia, but it's, it uses words to kind of spell things out along the way. So, and I understand the third act is kind of the part that falls apart within Virginia, um, but the things I was looking at and how it was handling was, like, one of the clear things that was set up early on for me was you're new to the force. Yes. And you're automatically put in a position where you have to work with someone while also lying to their face about different things. So you're observing their behavior and behaviors of another human while... So did you understand early on in this story that you were investigating your partner? Yes. Okay, so I missed that completely. Yeah, so that so would, that's a big part of... There was that scene where she discovers that you have her file. Yes, and which that is like a big revelation. And that was what kept signposting to you that you were carrying along. Yeah. So now that you say that, I get that, but I kind of thought that like... And what you were like trying to hide. Like there's moments throughout the early parts of the game that I recall that you're like either putting the file away or kind of shuffling or looking at it nervously. And that yeah, that's type hilarious. of... I don't know how I missed that completely. So uh, that, these are the things that... Yeah, that I seem to just miss somehow. I was going to say, it was, and I don't remember exactly how you're, you might be explicitly told without words, like handed the file, like this is what you're doing, and then you're presented with her, like, and picking up on the cue that when you're handed a file at work of a personnel file of someone that you work with, probably means so, that something's happening there. Yeah, so that's the thing I didn't get. And I'm pretty sure it says internal investigations on the front. You open yes. it up, it is your partner. But for some reason to me, that was just like, this is okay. who you're working with. Yeah, that Not, is true. Yeah, One step more than that, Nate. This is who you're investigating. Yeah. So it wasn't until the end when these people, when you were going through these people. So I actually picked it up in reverse. I noticed that all the people that you were getting the files of, not all, but most, were people of color. And when you kept going to your boss, I noticed that there was the way that it was set up was sort of a power play thing with him being white. And I guess yep. I studied, I don't know. Anthropology. Yeah, racial relations enough to understand right. that the game was telling me something. So from there I worked backwards and was like, oh, fuck, you're turning these people in. Yeah. But then I never made the final step back to the very beginning of the game, which was, yeah, you're investigating your partner, which if I had done, I would have realized why. So it's interesting because there was that scene where she got, where she saw that file and she was like, what the fuck, and left. And I was like, I don't know. I guess I just... So I, I think what happens with me in these kind of things is when there gets to be a certain point in a game where if I'm not understanding what the game's story is signposting to me, I just, like, I guess I must just check out. Just and shut stop. down and just be like, yeah, well, like, I'm out. I'm just playing this game now. I'm not yeah. thinking about it because I, I'm lost. I don't understand. And so in that, there's I guess there's two things there. One, the gameplay mechanics aren't as such that they're going to continue through the game. Like, the, I mean, the one thing you might have there is you know in general that it's not very long, so you might as well just push through and yes. finish it, which is something to be said. Um, but you don't have the information presented to you to give you motivation to continue besides external motivation that you place upon yourself. There's no... It's like, I mean, if you were to open up a book to page... 152 and start reading there and try and figure out what happened in the first 150 pages like i kind of look at it as a similar analogy as far as i don't understand the character's motivations here and i don't know why i should give a shit but there's still 118 pages left so i might as well just finish those yeah i think it's a case of like yeah i think that's a good point there's this like I don't know if it's a lack of experience with similar things where, like, yeah, I just wasn't feeling like I was getting it for some reason. I don't know. I don't have anything intelligent to say. No, I think it's picking up on nonverbal communication, which I don't think that's something that you're necessarily bad at in real life from experience. Um, 
But that was something that was the that was my takeaway from this experience on what they did on why it's a meaningful experience to the medium. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like the way that they conveyed emotion. Like I yeah. never had any doubt that when my partner saw that file, like exactly what emotion was occurring. I was going to say, like yeah, the there was, was the excellent. eyes. I mean, even with it being within like a minimalistic, um, I don't know how you would call this like art what style. It, it's not cell shaded, but it's from the Wii. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess that, yeah, from a, a me standpoint, as far as a, <laughs> what a terrible name. Um, Burn. Yeah. I mean, you have a, a simplistic avenue to display human characteristics, but by using the drawn-down palette, they're able to accentuate uh, how someone would feel in a certain situation. I think, like, the eyes were able to become more emotive just by either opening or closing them a little bit, and stuff of that nature that are um, not necessarily... What are the fine motor movements in your face that you can pick up on subconsciously? Micro-expressions. Yeah, micro-expressions. That's not what this was going for. It was going for, you know, a little bit more big and dramatic throughout the experience. But by doing that, it they made were everything to, more clear. Yeah, it made everything more clear elements. where you're like, okay, I get that this is the, the overarching emotion that's coloring the rest of this scene here. And it's juxtaposed with the colors in the scene as it has an actual... Uh, kind of a bright color palette otherwise presented to you. Yeah, I mean, there's Providing no doubt that the, that the presentation of the game uh, visually was master class and the artistic design was excellent. But it, it goes just, back to that specific function of... So would words... Words may have helped clarify, but would they have made the experience better for you? No, probably not. I mean, the beauty of this game lies in its absence of words. That's what makes it very interesting and noteworthy. Right. I think what I'm really lamenting is what I personally missed in this experience. That I'm just trying to figure out what, um, yeah, what matters to me in games. What this game, what engages me? Is it just? Am I just a word person who? It tends to thrive off hearing words in conjunction with art. Well, in the so thinking back, I don't know if you recall when you initially started playing it. At the beginning part, were you distracted by anything else, or was this like your sole attention um, because of it not That's having words in it? It does require pretty much ultimate attention because if you're not looking up and paying attention, and a scene passes you by, you might miss obviously large cues. Yeah, that could have been a thing. Can you imagine if you uh, zoned out and were texting during the scene where, the, where you were handed the internal investigations folder? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. That's, I was uh, like, that seems would... Seems like it could... It seems feasible. Yeah, that seems like something that could dramatically sway the course of the experience if you were to miss out on some well, of these key... Okay, so, so in an in a objective defense, in a way, th- there's something very interesting about a game that my entire understanding of it everything that the, that the game had signposted to me up until that point early on set me up to expect a game that was more about atmosphere and understanding of moment-to-moment emotions than it was about specific details. But there yeah, is these fair. few specific details through the game that end up being very important, like that being an internal investigations thing and that you were investigating her more than you were just her partner. Yeah, because that changes the dynamics yeah. of the entire relationship and colors... Every yeah. interaction that they have directly with each other. It explains the tension a lot more. Yeah. Why um, are they in the car and maybe a little hesitant to have a conversation with each other? Or why are you hesitant to engage with them in, in certain aspects? And I guess the only other one in the game would be when you come to understand that the boy is missing. But Right. I mean, I think you, yeah, I mean, I got that one. So, yeah. yeah, it's just very interesting. I found it somewhat tonally dissonant that there is this um, this intense requirement on intense attention to detail only like once or twice in the game, really. I was going to say, if, if it's only those specific segments that actually yeah, there are basically... require that. Otherwise, you can pick up on little things here and there, but if you miss a couple of details from any of the other interactions you could probably still color in the blanks. Yeah, I think there's really only two points of explicit story in the game that are critically relevant. 
And I, I think your father dying is probably also... That, so I think that's important for understanding the metatextual narrative, which yeah. might be the actual narrative, but like right. for really like interpreting what you're seeing. But in terms of understanding like what's what who you are and who your relationships are, also um, help you understand like why you're there. I guess it, if yeah. we're looking at who, what, why, when, where, it's like all right now I know why and I know who I am, um, but you didn't get what you were doing trying to think i think that was really the only two yeah i think i mean i think that's the and the third point might be um the post-career type stuff of the way that the endings either transcend either by the ufo type experience or getting promoted up the um up the ranks the, yeah, chain of command yeah. via continuing to essentially sell out or one thing, Betray your partner's trust. One thing that I did want to ask that kind of is the hinge of the of what we just were talking about is it's my re- recollection that those scenes where you're presented with the files are on a timer, right? You're not flipping between pages. I think everything in the game that's critical like that is on a timer before a scene cut. I, I don't recall directly. Yeah, I wouldn't promise but, it either way, but yeah. if that's not the case, then I'm just dumb and there's no excuse. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that like once it op- whenever these in- folders would open up, it that would open up, stay on that page for long enough for you to read it, but it not definitely was on a timer. Long enough to linger. And I think that thinking back to the way the game's presented to you, it would make sense that that's how it was presented just because like yeah, I know a- at one point you're kind of reviewing it or you're opening it up while she's coming back to the car, I believe, or something of that nature. So you would, I mean, if if she's walking back to the car, you only have a moment of time before you need to close it and uh, slide it back in your briefcase or whatnot. And I mean, that's, I don't think that's to be criticized because the way the game does scene cuts and the way the music swells like right before scenes cut and everything... It all flows together seamlessly, just like a movie, and you couldn't do it that way if it borrows a lot of very filmic composition language. Right, like it has very hard cuts between different environments with different interactions occurring one after another. Like there's no necessarily transition there, and And if you just let someone linger on something indefinitely, you would halt momentum. Well, yeah, and the music preceding that means you can't be the one to oh. advance it yourself. Yeah, that's true. Um, Who did the music? What? Uh, Ooh, sounds like a symphony? great question for research that I didn't do. Oh, it was the Prague Philharmonic, wasn't yes, it? Yes, Prague, there we go. Yeah. Which I think did the Hitman soundtracks. Yeah, it sounds right. Just kid, but I'm not, I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what did, what did, what do you. No, I'm still curious more about, is there other examples of either media or games that you interacted with in a similar functionality that may have a lack of dependency on words? Uh, obviously, it's a huge question. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, books are obviously exempt from this entire thing. Huh? Right. So um, I guess you would be left with either... Uh, minimalist graphic novels slash comics, uh, uh, silent films, which I don't know how many I of those you've seen. With those, yeah, and uh, games that. So games are interesting because you might be looking at. So you can think of other games that don't use verbal communication. Flower. Oh, okay. So what I think of, and what I thought of going into this is that. I really like games without, uh, without any words. That's one of the things that impresses me most about a game is if you could design a whole game without words. Flower doesn't have humans. Well, that is one thing. <laughs> uh, I think of Hyper Light Drifter, especially in its early release state, when there was very few words, if any, throughout the whole game. Okay. And they've... They've added some little help text. They've but, added some help text, and they've added some uh, visual diagrams or demonstrations that characters will think and see and kind of allow you to get context from that. But So so the thing is, in these games that I think of that don't have quote-unquote words, what you're, actually experiences, experiences, what you're actually experiencing is a sequel of... Jeez. Is a sequence of emotions and vignettes of... Like for in, in Hyper Light Drifter, for example, when you walk up to random characters in the world, of which there's like eight 
right. that I could think of. They portray a series of like three, like, I don't know, one-tenth of the screen comic panels, essentially, yeah. that don't even depict a linear story as much as they depict different, like, Things happen. They they depict moods. Right. That's all they do. A cataclysmic event or something of that nature that would... Hope, death, sadness. Death, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a series of three emotions or events that you string together in your own way and you fill in a tremendous amount of the blanks. What... Or you look at Flower, which is a series of... Flower is really like a symphony, the game, right? Where it's like a series of highs and lows and all the points in between. The score kind of guides you through what you're feeling... And the score does, and then also what you're doing. Like I was going to say something, go, like something in Flower that's interesting joy. that is pure, there's that is sad. explicit to the yeah to the video game medium is that joining of the sense of movement and progression, but then coloring it in with the environments to exemplify what you should be feeling. Yeah, I think about how scared I was in the um, like that. What is it? Level four, or whatever, with the power. Yeah, the power, the power lines, power lines. everything's dark, the music is sad. Yeah. You visibly get extremely hurt when you touch the power of like transformers. Like there is there is lots of um, Yeah, there's lots of emotions there. And you can craft say- a story out of that. Like I really like the narrative of it's one of my favorite moments in games when the when you're allowing the power to travel down the power lines and it's going down and then all of a sudden one of the bulbs breaks. Oh, yeah. And the music changes. And I remember the first time I played that, I was like more... I mean, this was at a time in my life where emotions were much more of a struggle for me. But I, there was that like intense like despair or fear that things were changing. And like, I don't know. It was a very strong moment for me. I was going to say, it's one of the ones where you have a personal connection that is coloring the experience as much as what the designer might be trying to pull out of someone. Perhaps, but, yeah. So I guess when we look at Hyperlight Drifter or Flower, both of those are more about atmosphere and emotional resonance as opposed to But that's what I think of with a story. game that doesn't have words. You can't tell an actual story without words. But this is my can bias. You? you can, but the problem is like man, I I can't really go any further without it just being about me, but it feels like you can't tell nearly as explicit of a story without words. That you're that inherently going to be more open to interpretation. I was like those words literally explain that exact thought process as far as of course it can't be explicit because there's nothing there to explicitly state what well, it's think, intending. No, I don't know about that. I think a lot of people would argue that Virginia's story is pretty explicit. You just have to be with it. Yeah, I mean, that might be true for 60% of it. I don't know. Obviously, the ending wait, of wait, the wait, story... Wait, hang on. All right, go ahead. You could tell a story with Virginia's um, tech that would be very explicit. True or false? True. I, I think so, too. Because I think it successfully very... does it in the first 45% of the game. So I keep hearing you reference the back half of the game being different. And less explicit. Do you think it's worse for wear? I think if you're trying to come away with it as an understanding as a whole piece of media with a story that has a uh, traditional like three-act scenario of a beginning, a middle, an end, or a beginning and a climax, and they come down at the end, I think from that standpoint, it doesn't succeed. Well, I don't want to be that guy that says every story needs a three-act structure. Right. Like, that, that's fair, but I think in this I don't like that. specific instance, the direction that the third act takes to be... So you mentioned that in the first two acts, right, that there's like very explicit standpoints. There's like you, you need to recognize that you're investigating your partner. You need to recognize that you're helping um, or that you're investigating a, boy, a missing yeah. boy. And then the third act... There's things about possible dream sequences, possible drug interactions, possible uh, jail time. There's all of these different avenues and kind of branches of a tree that come out that aren't present in the first 60% of the game. And I think that does alter the course of how you would experience a story, what am at I least ups- in a nonverbal context. What am I upset about? Is it 
that I don't know the ending or that I missed the clues that led up to the second half altogether. I think you're... I think I, it's the, the I think latter. it's the latter. I think it's the... So I don't mind an open-ended ending. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of us that would say that leaving a story with some sort of room for interpretation or room for finding your own meaning in it is a good thing. But yeah. I don't know if it successfully even manages that as much as blindsides you with things that aren't... There's nothing that is necessarily picked up on as you're trans as you're like going through the experience that says these are possible outcomes. Yeah, it and just made me feel like I was dumb for not knowing the ones that were correct. Yeah. And Whereas I think, plenty of other things set up, even in a very similar structure of hallucinations or whatever, set up the idea that like Yeah, even at at the uh, strongest, like, you have to pick out which ones of these are true. Right, or pick out which one that you either want to follow along with afterwards, or you can yeah. see kind of the different um, permutations of how the story would lead into that, where I think in here you have a lot of stuff that's kind of leading you up, and then, like, different paths that seem like they're written, like, oh, well, I want to make sure and try and hit this, hit this, hit this. And I don't really have a way to do that without just showing these three options and hoping that you can kind of put some pieces together. And I think not having some linking method there, whatever that is, um, ultimately yeah. harms it. Yeah, I think a lot of times words are that thing you can use to draw evidence towards your personal interpretation of the quote-unquote correct or canonical ending. Yeah, well, and, and like you said, there doesn't have to be a correct ending. And one of the no. things that um, I know the developer... Ending. Yeah, the, the developer has said is, like, they think that the game's very melancholic, that's very sad, that uh, there's not a lot of optimism left. And uh, when other people have been discussing the ending... and They I've been see trying a lot to of optimism. It, yeah, there's some optimism. Yeah. There's all these different interpretations of of what it is, and I think generating that conversation is positive. Um, yeah, it's awesome that the developers are like, this is a sad game, and everyone's like, no, dude. Yeah, that's not that's what cool. I took from it. Um, yeah, that's neat. But I don't... Does that disparate understanding of what they created inherently a problem with what they created? Yeah, if people can't even agree on the tone of the ending. Yeah, so that's the part where I'm more curious about delivering on a story that you're set out to told. And nah, nah. I like that. I like that people are going totally different, like the complete opposite ways with it. I just wish that I had a way that I interpreted it whatsoever. That's, okay, I gotcha. I think that's my real beef. Yeah. Because I like, I actually quite like the idea of a game that some people are like, that game was sad, and other people are like, the game was happy, and other people are like, well, I'm confused. Yeah. Because <laughs> it means everyone's like investing something into the story, which is great. Right, you're taking your own personal bias, you're influencing it in some sort of yeah. way, or at least allowing it to influence your own opinions in such a way that you come out of it with a different and that's part of outlook. What, that's part of what games are special for, right? Is that we're bringing who, part of who we are onto the game. It's part of what the human story is good for, is, well, is bringing different... It's the opposite of a movie, right? Right. Well, well, well not always, but for right. the most part, a movie is a medium where you're told... Like, you have a curated experience you're being presented with. Yeah. A game, in theory, offers a much wider range of bringing yourself to the table, bringing your own interpretations. Which is so interesting cool. to be presented in a linear experience that's presented yes. like a movie. Yes, that is true. Um, yeah, I just, I think it's a very interesting game, but I just was very frustrated that I didn't... Get it? I didn't connect with it at all. It's a, I didn't, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. And I didn't know if I was connecting with it because I have a history that enjoys learning about criminology. Like, the, the subject matter is something where I'm like, I like seeing diversity. I like seeing stories told by people that aren't white men. I like, like all of these other things that I'm like, what, these are biases that I carry into it. And how are these influencing my interpretation of what's being presented to me? Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I wonder if I would have finished the game if it was someone white, a white dude was the yeah. main was the protagonist. Probably that's not. Fair. I think this did a lot more interesting things than a lot of games do. So that's that is very good, and I give it high praise. It's still it's still so difficult though if you are in a narrative experience and 
I think we've all been there and maybe it wasn't, um, I mean, I can tell you at the end of it, I was definitely like, I don't really understand why all of these different things happen. And I was like, all right, I'll just glue on to the one ending that made sense to me, which was like her rising at the corporate ladder. I was like, yep, I can, these things all make sense to me and how this is functioning. And when you mentioned the UFO, it's like, yeah, I kind of just tuned out my head because it just didn't make sense. And I was like, I'm just going to exclude it from my understanding of the story. Well, that's the thing is I couldn't do that. Like, I yeah, there was, there, all those things are being presented for a reason. They all have to tie together. Or at least I link mean, back to something earlier that happened, right? Right. Yeah. Which doesn't... And so I think that might have been my biggest my biggest problem with how I was ingesting the story, which was that there has to be some thread linking all these things, and I just haven't found it. And there's no way for you to try and fix that when you're at that point either. There's yeah, no, really. There's no in-game notes. There's nothing to revert back to to be like, all right, catch me up on what I might have missed here or where's some data log that I can look at and be like, what's my, what's happening here? There's no, if you miss it when the action passes you on the screen, then you, you miss it. Yeah, which is great. I mean, that's how, well, first of all, that's how movies work and it seems like this is where it, that's where this takes a lot of its inspiration. Right. But second of all, those things would just be video gamey systems that would just clog things up. You don't, you don't, you don't actually want that in this game. No, you want this to be presented as something exactly. else, but you run the risk of ending up disenfranchised yeah. from it because of something of that nature. Definitely. Although I'm still curious more so if it's, um, has to do with just missing out on a personal experience or if it has to do with your own history and how you've I mean you mentioned earlier just an ingesting media or as film noir I, which I don't think you necessarily have to have an experience with here but maybe it's even just with you gotta know the tropes or I don't, I don't even know if, tropes, you have to have, if you have to have that knowledge as much as uh, the keen eye to just to observe or an interest in observing human behavior from a physical manifestation without there being any reliance on verbal communication. Yeah, I don't think I'd do well in a society without words. Yeah, so that, that's where I'd be curious is like if you go into a coffee shop and let's just get hypothetical for a minute. So you go into a coffee shop and you have to interact with someone else over a cup of coffee. This is something that actually happens in the game. But right? you You're remember, you remember when store. we went out of the country together, my biggest fear was communication. Yep, yeah, I was convinced true. that there was no way possible for me to communicate with anyone without words in the English language that I am fluent in. Right. Like, that was a fear I got over, but that's still like a big deal. That's, I don't think that was just a dumb belief I had just because I hadn't done it before. I think yeah. that there is something more to that. And I think, I think this drags that back out in a, little a different bit, yeah. way, at least as far as something that forces you to confront things that you may not be as familiar with, or at least might not be your fallback in the wheelhouse. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of things in my life that I encounter that are, draw attention to how I grew up and the lack of as much socialization as other people around me might have had. I just, there's a lot of things that, and it, it, it works to my benefit too. There's like some behaviors that a lot of people exhibit that I just have spent enough time up in my own head thinking about that I just don't share. Yeah. So that, I mean, that can work out for better or for worse. Right, it can give you an advantage where others might be yeah, just tentative or something. You'll be like, well, doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm just this. a weird dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. Sometimes. Um, the other thing that I was, I was, guess I was curious about is having this experience and going through a nonverbal game that's presented in this way, a nonverbal story driven game, right? So different than Mario, not really having much other than yeah, some sound true. effects. And there is a little bit of, you know, subtext delivered through, uh, on-screen or on-screen written dialogue, but does this make you more interested in seeing what other developers do in this arena? Yeah, Or definitely. does this make you want to shy away from it a little bit? No, not at all. I mean, clearly I'm someone who's an outsider to this thing, and I'm, I think I'm more curious about my reaction to this than most people's. 
think, yeah, I think most, most people, people would, would be like, just they'd like, either glom onto it or bounce right off. Yeah, I think... You, no, it's for them. No, it's not. Rock skipping across the glass on water. You'd just be looking at it and be like, yeah, that story didn't make any sense. Don't really get why anyone gave a shit about this. Moving along. Yeah, I'm exceptionally interested in why this didn't work for me or why it did. Because on some level, it did engage me. So right. there's something... There's some delicate middle ground here. Well, Maybe I mean, I'd be a good playtester. It engages know. you to a level that actually made you want to intellectually delve into why it didn't engage you. Certainly. Which yeah, just like, brings you back to here? being engaged. <laughs> yeah, in exactly. In some weird yeah. roundabout functionality. Or... Can you imagine my Steam review? Recommended. Didn't get this game at all. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> not 7 out of 10. It's not a racing game. <laughs> Accurate. No, yeah, it's, I I, you, what would your Steam review be? So if you were going to tell the listeners oh man. something about either how to go into this game, uh, what type of experience they might be looking for, or what you would be getting out of it, how would you describe that sort of experience? So I was thinking about this in the context of Steam, which, if you don't know, Steam reviews are you either recommend, thumbs up, or you don't recommend, thumbs down. Right. And then you write text that goes along with it. There's, not, there's nothing... There's no middle ground there. Yeah, there's either yay or nay. And I was trying to decide whether mine would be a yay or a nay. And I think a lot of it came down to like... Which was fascinating, because if you would have asked me before, I would have put $1,000 down on the yay. For like me? Before, yeah, before you experience yeah, it, you're absolutely. like, I'm starting Virginia, and I'd be like, well, $1,000 nay loves this. Yeah, yeah, confident. I... So what I would say in the yes column is that it's amazingly presented. It's got an excellent soundtrack. It conveys its emotions and its moods very well. It's a really interesting example of game development and like how to do, how to communicate emoting. Like, there's so many things about this game that are interesting from a technical and a storytelling achievement perspective. But on the nay side, I didn't get it at all. And I, what am I missing? Like this, I don't. I feel like. The way the story is done is excellent, but I do not feel the story is good to right. me. But I also, back on the yay side, don't feel confident enough that that's not just a me personally thing, that it, you know, it doesn't really feel like a firm nay. Would you add caveats to that of like, hey, if you're... Were you into X-Files and Twin Peaks? Definitely well, big old thumbs up then. Right. Well, I mean, and I'll say like explicitly from my own experience, never seen either of those shows, right? Like... Yeah, but you watch Maybe. lots of TV, and you've seen tons of things inspired by it. Yeah, So essentially, true. through uh, the zeitgeist, you've seen Twin Peaks. Yeah, that's, that's have you really true. you not seen any X-Files? No, I think I may have seen, like, an episode, or two? an episode when I was younger, and it was still on, like, Big Fox. I remember, Fox, like, but... sneaking down and, like, seeing it and being like, what is, that's, that's for adults. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a weird thing. And then when it was coming back, I was like, because what, it came back for a season a year or Last two year, ago? Right? Yeah. yeah, and I was like, should I... Should I is go this into time? this? Like, should I jump in or without having an understanding of what made the original special, will this just bounce off? But neither here nor there, I suppose. Um, would you, but would you make caveats? I think I'd recommend it for as, anyone interested in like narrative games and story driven games. It's such a low time commitment and it's just not worth not trying. If you think yeah. you're interested in this game, you should definitely play this game. You're going to take one look at it and know if you're interested or not. If you look at it and roll your eyes and say SGW garbage, yeah, maybe just skip right over yeah. it. But if you're anyone else that's interested in narratives, then definitely give it a try. I just can't predict if you'd like it or not. Yeah, and I think, I think that's fair. If I were... I think most people that go in with an open mind would like it, though. I don't even know if you would necessarily like it, and I don't know if that matters. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So, no, I was thinking about this from a standpoint of within the medium at large and where gaming could continue to go and how this could have influences on other... This seems like a Shadow of Mordor thing. Yeah, it really where, does. Where if a bunch of people don't pick up on this, I will... I'll be shocked. shocked. And then in three years, Shadow of War will be announced and I'll be like, That's wait, how did one. no one fucking pick up on yeah, this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think it does something interesting that if you're just like... I'm just curious about... How yeah, the gaming medium is going to progress or how it has progressed and its different ways of utilizing itself to... Tell a narrative? To tell a narrative or to present ideas in a explicit interactive experience. If you're interested in any of those words, yeah, this game is a must-check out. Yeah. If, 
yeah, if I say story and games and your ears perk up, then yeah, this is a, a thing you should definitely check out. If I say walking simulator and you want to throw the, your phone out the window while listening to this? Definitely not your thing. Delete it's it. Not Go as back much to a, It's not Horizon. as much of a walking simulator as other games, even though it definitely is. No, I was... Yeah, that's a fair point because the a general walking simulator, I think, if you have something... Everybody's gone to the rapture or uh, vanished maybe think harder or... Um, that's used the granddaddy of them all, Dear, Dear Esther. Esther. Yeah. yeah, it was the other one. Those uh, those give you a freedom to explore the environment and get a little bit lost while still keeping you on a singular path. Where I don't think this even presents you with that option. It's pretty much no. This is just spend some time in an environment until the next cutscene. Yeah, go the point next, A yeah. to point B. Like you might be walking down a hallway and you can linger if you choose, but who knows why you do that? But it's very explicit on keeping your momentum. Uh, progressing in such a way that you're you're not just going to accidentally wander into something in the environment necessarily. Yeah. I I think this is cool. I just don't yeah, it's curious to me that it So I have one final question for you then. What's that? After reading other people's thoughts on it, which I think is always something interesting to do, especially with something as diversive or thought-provoking as this is to try and seek out others' opinions and find what other people thought. Yeah. Um, a lot of people had written that to truly start to get a feel for what the game is and what it's doing and how the story is presented, you have to experience it multiple times. Um, yeah, I definitely do want to go back. I did want to record this before I did that, though, to really capture some of the like first-round confusion. That's what, that's, that's what I was curious about, is if it is something that you would invest another two-hour experience now having ground rules from the story and similar to a movie where after you've experienced it once you can now look for either other finite details or um, i would do it explicit but I, meanings i don't think i'd be excited to do it i would just do it because i feel like i should yeah and that was the other thing coming away from this game i was just like okay like my apathy was so strong that i was like we got a podcast about this i gotta figure <laughs> out and in processing my apathy, I found some more emotion. But I mean, why? Yeah, why? 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 Why am I playing this game only out of obligation? Am I going to get more out of it second time? I have no idea. I would. I actually. Usually, I would say you know spend your time how you want to. It's discretionary. It's supposed to be fun, and if you're not getting fun or enjoyment out of it, then move along. But it's in this so specific yeah, scenario where it's short and it is a very controlled environment, entering into that a second time with other ground rules, I, I'm just curious if that presents an entirely different experience or if it also just lends could, you to, to thinking about it in a similar light of... Yeah, it could deepen the annoyance. But. Yeah, of, well, it's just stupid. Yeah, I, well, I certainly hope I don't use words that strong, but yeah, we will find out. Do we post an addendum to this podcast before it goes live after a second playthrough? Um, I'm tempted to say no. Yeah, it's too much commitment. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's just actually put this one up in a timely fashion. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe. Who knows? All right. Well, regardless, I'll be Check interested to have the conversation. Yeah, and maybe it'll end up in the description if... If uh, part two is all of a sudden... Just imagine... Well, I love this game. Yeah, just a little bit of text at the beginning in bold font. Update. Nate loves this game now. Yeah. Hashtag play two. Yeah, everything everything clicked on the second time through. Could be. I, I'm pretty confident that I'm just addicted to words. I think you are addicted to otherwise words. Otherwise, I would have... Otherwise, if we really wanted to do this right, and if I was really convinced that the second playthrough would change my experience, we would have done an intermission right here... And then a second half after we went and played it together. Yeah, it's but not happening. No. I think you should just go play, uh, what's Endless Sea? Sunless Sea. Sunless Sea. Why not Sunless Space? Yeah. Isn't that Endless Space or is it Sunless Space? No, it? Endless Space is a whole different franchise oh, by Jesus. amplitude. Fucking ignoring the French again, are we? Yeah, sorry, my bad. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if you're looking for words, I found one for you. Or Device yes, 6. Sunless Sea. Device 6 was great. On, a, on, on this never exact device it. that we're recording it on. That is know. true. Mole games. Is this your sixth device? I mean, it is a six, but... 
It is the iPhone 6. Yeah. It's Are not you... even the 6S. Is this your sixth iPhone? And maybe. Wow. I'd have to go through it in my mind. You consumer whore. Yes. I think that does it for us. All right. I well, thank you was... for the enlightening conversation. I hope yes. it provided some value to you to help it did. understand I, where I, you're coming I, from this. Much like a therapy session, I feel like I've processed my feelings. Also, walking sim developers, pick me as a playtester. Yeah, I'm apparently. great. Or Totally terrible. not an outlier. Yeah, I was going to say, either one Rude. or the other. Yeah. All right. Farewell. See you next time. Cheers.